Hello and welcome to the Total Entertainment Podcast with me, Paul Collis. Well, today is a very short but interesting uh, interesting event that I'm at. That is the Premier League Darts uh, in Cardiff. So, first show back and it is a rowdy atmosphere. I'm not going to comment on the darts because A, I don't know the players and B, I don't really know the rules other than uh, counting down from... Uh, whatever it is <laughs> so no i'll be rubbish at commentary i'm not even going to talk about the darts to be honest apart from how rowdy this atmosphere is and why i had to go on a hiatus so let's start off with why the hiatus well that's because the uh, welsh government decided in their infinite wisdom to um shut us down and shut down entertainment after boxing day and it's taken seven weeks to get our first show up which happens to be a live broadcast of the Premier League darts. First show back, everyone is rowdy. The restrictions have only just been lifted, so everyone is out and on it tonight. And as you can hear with the crowd, they're loving it. They're enjoying themselves. They're having a massive spend on the beer. They're they're drinking, they're chugging, and they're just enjoying their favorite players throwing darts at a board. It is amazing. I do like this. I do like this uh, atmosphere and uh, it is a great way to get us back into the swing of things especially with the new stewards and the new bar staff within the arena because it is definitely one of those nights where it's a trial by fire and they cannot go wrong because a show like this will get them ex- will bring their experience from amateur to professional by the end of the night it's brilliant and having a look around the arena right now you've got lots of welsh flags and lots of costumes and when i say costumes people definitely go all out for example right now i'm looking at a group of chickens yes you've got a group of people dressed as chickens walking down the aisle towards the <laughs> towards the stage you've got a couple of oompa loompas that have just walked past a couple of uh, well a group of paddies and when i say paddies all dressed up as uh, st patrick day uh, revelers you've got Quite a few stag parties in here as well and uh, you've got the men dressing as uh, women not because they're trans or because they're drag artists because they're there as a dare and they're walking around in negligees <laughs> it's brilliant the name's Vert Percival Reginald Vert and I run the PR Vert Detective Agency. The year is 2055 and the police have been defunded. So if you need a police investigation, the police will charge you a thousand big ones a day. Because of this, the government introduced the PI Act, where the private investigators can undercut the police so justice can become affordable. These are my case files. Percival Vert is no hero. He is a low-life scumbag and the full embodiment of how not to be a man. He cheats his way into getting work, he objectifies women and is quite a disgusting human being, if you can even call him that. Gumshoe is intended to poke fun at everyone that takes life too seriously and directly towel whips the modern day Puritans in the balls because they have forgotten the fact that when something isn't funny in real life, it's probably hilarious in the land of fiction. Come and listen to Gumshoe every Wednesday. The links are in the description below. So let's have a quick look at uh, what shows are coming up this month. 
So you've got James Blunt, The Kooks. Recently added was The Idols, and uh, that was only added the other day uh, because it's uh, rescheduled, and they had to get the show out there in line with uh, the other venues that they're playing with in England and Scotland. So anyone that had a um, cancelled ticket, just turn up with the uh, with the older ticket, and you'll be allowed in. And that's it. Uh, and then, and that will be on the 18th of February. So if you're listening to that, the final show on February will be Simply Red. Now I'm looking forward to that because it's been a long time since I've heard anything from Mick Hucknall. Don't know if he's got any new songs coming out. It'll be interesting to see uh, Mick Hucknall play live because I've never seen him play live before. In uh, March, you've got UB40 featuring Ali Campbell in memory of Astro. You've got The Wanted, James Arthur, Stormzy on his world tour, Gojira, Planet Earth 2 live in concert, Sebation, the tour to end all tours, Jack Savoretti, Jeff Wayne's musical version of War of the Worlds. I love that show. I really do love that show. I'm definitely going to be on that one. Then you've got Royal Blood and John Bishop right here, right now. So... A nice little stack for the next couple of months, and then you, and then um, there'll be even more, be so much more uh, this year, and uh, May. Oh my God, May is looking really good so far. We have 18 days of constant shows, which for an arena is very rare. You wouldn't get that often. Uh, you wouldn't get that many shows in an arena that often. If you're a singer, a musician, a cabaret artist dancer, actor, and you want to promote your show or promote yourself, and you want to have a conversation, you could do this by coming on our show. The email address to contact me is masterxmedia1983 at gmail.com and come on our show. Right, let's get back to the dance. What else can I see at the moment? Well, well if you're playing Where's Wally, or Waldo if you're in America or whatever he's called in other countries you'd only come across one person in the crowd that's that Wally but no I can see a whole group of them together Wally is all together I've got a couple of people dressed as Jim Carrey's The Mask in fact one two three four five six seven eight of them interesting and they're all wearing green masks as well and I'm not talking about face masks I'm talking about his green rubber mask. <laughs> We've got people dressed as wrestlers. Oh yeah, there's that group of chickens back in their seats now. You've got some Spartans, and no, they've uh, not got they've not got drawn on uh, six packs because it's still winter outside and no one's that crazy, other than uh, the group of uh, men that are walking around in their girlfriends' negligees. <laughs> We've had to um, censor a few people coming in. Now, it's not nice having to say that we're going to censor them, but they decided to walk around with giant phalluses coming out from their kilts. And uh, they're like, you can keep your kilts on, but you've got to cut the phalluses off and put... And you can keep them, but they're not allowed to walk around. And why did I get them to chop their phalluses off? Well, it's after all, the dart is broadcast live on Sky TV. And they can't be showing uh, people walking around with giant cocks in there, hanging down from their kilts. <laughs> we'll be back after this. 
A tribute to men that hate their jobs is a brutal but witty portrayal of working a job you hate. In this podcast there are themes explored in which happy workers simply wouldn't understand unless they listen to these cautionary tales from a man that lost his ideal job because of the global pandemic. Be warned that this podcast contains strong offensive language that some listeners may not want to hear. In addition, this podcast is definitely not recommended for younger audiences. The links for this is in the description below. And we're back. So I want to have a quick chat about some other interesting things that's happened uh, in this down period from uh, not being able to do any shows. And um, that is the new website. So for Monster X Media, which is the overall brand of which, uh, which basically puts together the Total Entertainment podcast along with our story podcast, um, that is now live. So if you want to hear all our podcasts together in one place, you can do now. And that is www.musterxmedia.info so that's www.musterxmedia.info and you're not only would you be able to hear all of our podcasts on there it also has a link to our x review at youtube channel and also links to have a look at my books yes i have even done books now i decided to self-publish these books because trying to get hold of a publisher that would um publish my books was difficult i've had some publishers turn around and say that they loved their book they loved my first uh, couple of books and they couldn't publish them because of at the uh, course language so i thought you know what i will publish them myself and they're on amazon kindle and you can buy paperback versions of that book now the first uh, book is a tribute to working at sea and that is a compilation of short stories, rants and poems loosely based on the author's experience at working on a cruise ship. Some of the stories are based on actual events but highly exaggerated while other stories are pure fiction. The title of the book, A Tribute To, is fitting with the tone of the book because like all tribute acts, it's a blatant altered reality where you can enjoy it knowing that it's not quite the truth. There are themes of alcoholism which used to be highly prevalent within workers in this industry as, as well as stories with a sexual nature. So sit down, relax and enjoy the ride to attribute to working at sea. Now the second book is volume two of the same book. Why have I done it in two volumes? Well, oh my God. When I wrote the book, I didn't expect it to be um, very, very large. And when I say very large, we're talking about 700 odd pages. So I split it into two volumes. Why not? So it's the same blurb on both the books because they are essentially the same book, but split in half. It's a good fun read if you like some uh, offensive writing. Not, It's not for everyone, but give it a go. The links for that will be in the description below. Okay, and let's move on to the last two books. So you've got Anthology of Rage. So the anthology is made up of four individual and unique sections. Each section was the basis of individual books, such as section one being the third volume of A Tribute to Working at Sea. These books just didn't happen, as each time I started a book, my commitments changed. Because of this, I was no longer able to finish each book off. 
I strongly felt that the short stories and poems didn't deserve to be wasted by being sat on my hard drive so no one could read them. So the Anthology of Rage was compiled for your enjoyment. I hope you enjoy reading the different writing styles within this story. And the final book is The War of Carnarvon Crescent. Chaz Bruford, his wife Ellie and their young daughter Aurora have moved into Carnarvon Crescent and soon became aware of the troublesome next door neighbour that has lived in her house for over 50 years. From the moment Chaz arrived and began to unload, his new neighbour takes an instant disliking to him and she goes out of her way to make Chaz feel unwelcome. The animosity quickly spirals out of control from both parties and the mutual respect gets lowered right into the gutter from the outset until we realise that this is not just any war, it is the neighbourhood war to end all wars. So all four of those books there are links to those in the description below. So if you enjoy, if you if you like the sound of any of them, give them a look over. You can buy them on Kindle and you can buy them on paperback. And soon enough, there will be a hardback version of each book. But with Amazon that just having it in beta phase, it may take a little bit longer. So listen to that. Can you hear that about the darts? They are all rowdy. They're enjoying it and they're singing along. So what else can I see at the darts? Well, I found another Wally. There he is with his two, two pint of beers and his specs and his stripy shirt. Yeah, why not? One thing that I, I, I really want to say, yeah. Now, when I first did the darts in 2016, that was the last year that you had the walk-on girls because feminists, unfortunately, went off and cancelled them. They didn't like the fact that beautiful girls who are walking the darts players onto the stage in cocktail dresses. No. So they went around and decided they're going to get them cancelled. It's unfortunate because uh, you had all these dancers and models who weren't able to earn a living. So what did they do the following year? Well, they didn't have the walk-on girls because they were cancelled. They had the cheerleaders come on instead and these cheerleaders they had the tightest of hot pants and the shortest of sports bras wearing boots and dancing well done feminists well done you really scored an own goal there but could they uh, get rid of the uh, dancers and uh, cheerleaders hell no because what they're going to condemn even more people out of work interesting that interesting 30 Years Since is a sci-fi story podcast which is full of dramatical moments and a bit of gratuitous violence. The first series was originally done in first person so it, the character is just telling a monologue and then the second series and onwards became more third person so it was more of an in-depth story and uh, you have all the characters actually interacting with each other. Great set of sci-fi stories. So 30 years after an alien invasion which uh, the humans lost and the first story arc is now over though so we've got plenty more story arcs left to tell from the land of 30 years since. So why not check it out the links are in the description below. And we're back. 
I've just seen two cans of Castamine Forex walk by. Yes, walk by. People are dressed as Castamine Forex. And oh my god, I've seen a Foster's. Someone's dressed as Foster's as well. So you've got all the Aussie uh, beers in at the moment. And Jesus, we've even got a Victoria Bitter. <laughs> very good, very good. It's Navajo Indians and yes, they're not really Navajos, they're just dressed as them. Because <laughs> they're pasted, oh my god. They're actually, how the hell did they get in here just like that? With, they're wearing, right, they're wearing shorts but they've got the hankies over their shorts. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh, some of these costumes are amazing, I have to say. They are amazing. We've got a guy that's not dressed up as a traffic cone. He's just got a traffic cone on his head. He probably uh, nicked that on his way in. And we got someone dressed up as a dartboard, so hopefully someone doesn't throw some darts at him. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. And another guy in a negligee just walked past. Jesus, how many are there? Oh, Spider-Man as well. Two Spider-Men. Now, what have they got on the uh, stage? Well, before um, I get onto that, they've got four trucks out in the road, but in the yard, they've got another three trucks, but they're all to deal with the broadcast. So you've got the little control room within the arena that they've set up by the uh, dock doors, and then you've got all the broadcasts and editing and all the editors and whatnot, all uh, in these trucks, along with the uh, big truck, which has the satellite dish, which sends up to the broadcast sent to the broadcast satellite, and then everyone that's watching on Sky TV gets to see it. So that's the scale of this show. You've got one giant jib. Uh, if you don't know what a jib is, it's where the camera's on this massive pole, which they're swinging in and out of the audience. And we're, we're not talking about a small pole. This jib is uh, 12 meters long. <laughs> it's massive. And why, why have they done that? So they can actually swing around to the audience, do all these uh, ups and down movements. And it looks, and uh, from the TV, it looks nice and smooth. Nice piece of equipment, that. You've got two screens either side of the stage. And on the uh, stage itself, you've got the dartboard with the scoreboards either side and an LED screen with who is playing at the moment. So you, currently you've got Peter Wright and versus Michael Smith. So a nice little simple setup. The stage is quite shallow and it's got minimum lights on there. It's got minimum lights on the stage. So you've got a handful of moving lights at the front on, on the floor. Then you've got a few trusses scattered around the auditorium. Just showing, just giving out some crowd light. And then you've got a nice little LED uh, whitewash on stage so you, uh, they can be seen on the cameras as well as uh, within the arena. So a nice little simple setup. And what else do we have on Master X Media? Well, we've got another range of books. And uh, these aren't novels, these are meme books with the uh, subtitle of The Lord of the Memes. So the first one is bad dog which uh, is not for children I have to say I'll emphasize that is not for children we've got memes of dogs where they're just misbehaving with their language <laughs> then you've got the second meme book which is called farmer Frank's filthy farm 
And yet again, just like just like the uh, bad dog one, it's farm animals, farmers, all saying real naughty things and even in some case stupid and brutal things. Nice little uh, go on there. All the links for those are in the description below. Well, this is where I'm going to leave it at the moment. So we'll be back next week. And I am starting to arrange uh, some more interviews. I love doing an interview. And with a bit of luck, I'll be able to get some uh, conversations going about the industry uh, with a few other people who aren't quite being interviewed. Or it'll be a little bit of an interview and uh, a nice little discussion about something either musical, theatrical, even um, concerts arena tours the lot so we want to try and expand out of the just the sh reporting on shows but get some discussions within the uh, entertainment community going as well if you've enjoyed this podcast please hit like subscribe and share and if you haven't already done so why not check out any more of our content from master x media you can check it out on the links below or just visit www.masterxmedia.info and I shall catch you next time. Bye for now.